Perpetual Profit teaches coaching companies how to create reoccurring profit so their owners can live with flexibility and freedom. We obsess about business so you can focus on your passion. Hosted by veteran business coach and fitness entrepreneur, Chris Thorndike. What's up, guys? We are officially live. Chris with Factory Forge. Uh, I'm joined by Cheryl. She's uh, out in California, Palm Desert. And uh, I always like, Cheryl, to, to bring people on that I work with and that have been through our program so we can get some perspective on owners out there that are looking at their business problems, looking for solutions, and doing something about it. So no better firsthand experience of getting to know how we do things uh, then through, through you. Uh, so welcome and, uh, thanks for being on. So let's start with this. Um, just to get people familiar with you and your story. Um, obviously you're out in California right now. Um, what makes you unique and special? I think when you came to me, you had this dream of working with seniors. Like you really had this niche of who you love to, to work with and have impact on. Uh, help me understand a little bit, you know, your journey through fitness. When did you get started? Um, you know, what was your biggest goal for, for your gym and your business? And uh, let's kind of start there. Okay. So I think I got introduced to CrossFit in probably about 2007, somewhere in that vicinity, maybe a little bit before. I was doing functional fitness, bodybuilding style fitness, no particular goal in mind. And I had a friend a mentor who said, you need to check out this website. It's called crossfit.com. And these mofos are completely crazy. You'll fit right in. And I tried it. It kicked my butt. I couldn't even finish the damn workout and I got sold, you know? So I started doing that. I was working, um, training people outdoors in San Diego, which is pretty much doable all year round. And I started adopting that methodology got level one certified, got level two certified, I think the same year on my birthday. And, uh, and I, I got certified, but I don't think I was an affiliate yet. I was going to be spending time in the Palm Springs area. And at that time, there were literally no affiliates in existence, nothing. So I was the first one and I thought, killer, I can be mobile because I lived half in San Diego and half in the desert and I would just bounce back and forth. And I met a girl who became my business partner and we just like CrossFit starts in a garage. And so we had like, I think we could, we had like 20 members. We could have seven people at a time. And uh, in the desert, most of you know, but maybe not, it gets really, really, really hot. Like things aren't supposed to live. <laughs> And so it was definitely an adjustment. And once we kind of got really going in the garage, the city busted us for taking up too many parking spots on the street. We had to go legit. We got a, a facility and we opened up shop. And soon after my business partner didn't want to do it anymore. She wanted to do paleo stuff. And so I had to make a decision and I decided to keep the business, move from San Diego here full time. And so and I- And that was over a decade ago since, since starting. So you've got a lot of experience under your belt and I just want to catch them up, you know, uh, given where things are at right now, you've overcome a lot of adversity in just 
you know, the last few months of being in an area that has uh, closed down your facility twice, um, has uh, put you in a position to move and restructure your company. Uh, you mentioned early on, right when we got started, that there's these heat waves that really limit you from uh, working out outside. So you're in a position where I think a lot of people out there are really feeling the impact of the pandemic and you're no different. Uh, so I really wanna open up some of the things that <clears throat> if you can think back uh, several months ago, um, what were you struggling with um, and what were you searching for in a, in a coaching program? Like what were the things that you really had to say, I need to do something, uh, you know, I need, I need some help. Systems within the business and then the, the get them, keep them. I didn't mm. really know how to get them. Anytime I had tried any sort of Facebook activity like boosting, it yielded nothing. I had worked with two different people that were supposedly social media marketing experts. Experts yielded nothing and cost me quite a bit of money. So I wasn't really eager to take something like that on. But with the pandemic, when it first started, I knew that I had to do something because I couldn't keep going the way I was going. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of our first conversations was, you know, uh, I'm going all in. This is a bit of a Hail Mary. I need to be out of my space, um, you know, because the, financially the numbers didn't really make sense given where the pandemic was pushing uh, enrollment numbers. And you're really feeling like you're backed into a corner. And um, one of the biggest things I, I remember from working, you know, from the start was like fear of technology uh, really uncertain about being able to do advertising and take that on yourself. And now I look at you and I was paying you a compliment earlier before we got on that you've really taken that under your wing and it's something that you excel at. You've got an incredible uh, system for generating leads and managing them. Can you speak a little bit to how you feel now versus how you came in when taking control of that marketing arm? So when you guys mentioned the CRM and I understood that it was very powerful, but it was to me, I thought I was tech. Okay. You know, <laughs> but it became very apparent that I was tech inept. And this was just such a grand scale of complexity that I had to ask and I had to ask and I had to ask again, and it still didn't make sense. And I'm like, can you do this for me? <laughs> uh, and then finally, little by little, it actually started sinking in maybe when I wasn't realizing it. And the power of that program itself, it's, it's necessary. Like if I did nothing else, I would want to have that CRM. I'm actually trying to sell it to the guy who owns the facility that I'm in because he could benefit. You're now a raving fan. I am a raving fan and I don't understand why everyone doesn't use it all the time for everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and, and a lot of people out there, I think, come in with this nervousness about, can I really, you know, understand how to generate leads and become, you, you pretty much have to morph into a marketer, right? You know, we're business coaches learning to identify as marketers and saying, hey, like, I can put myself out there. I do know how to, you know, talk to people once they come in and I can actually get them enrolled. And uh, that's been one of the coolest things for you to overcome. Or I, I think when we first start, you know, you were talking about, I have just one or two leads a, a month coming in. 
And now not only are you focused, you know, uh, intentionally on working with elderly, but you, you do a fantastic job of getting them consistently, uh, you know, informed about your program. So tell me this, like, what were some of the frustrations um, of trying to do this on your own? You mentioned working with some other companies, but um, what have you do, done on your own? And, and did you feel like, um, you know, you were backed into a corner or stuck? Like what, where was your head at when even just before seeking out help? I felt like I didn't know where to turn. I knew I didn't have the knowledge I needed, be it for the systems or for just the operation the lead acquisition, the lead follow-up. I mean, I've always been really good at returning calls and being timely and things like that, but it was even the, the sales process because I did do another, um, another couple coaching programs prior and they were not nearly as thorough. Uh, one of the things I know I mentioned to another member in Momentum is that like it, what you have, it covers everything. And you're constantly trying to optimize so that it makes it easier for us. And my tech, my weak tech brain still kicks in and goes, oh God, I don't know if I can wrap my head around this. It's another thing. I think I just got this and now he's changing it. But it happens. Yeah, it just it's, takes a while. It, it's cool to see uh, that when you start anything, you're going to feel challenged, stretched and, and kind of insecure of like, can I do this? And the fact that you're doing it and you're continuing to process it and implement means that um, you start to see the benefits. So, you know, one of the things that I want to ask you is, you know, what was different about working with us? You mentioned, you know, we're optimizing and innovating with you guys as an extension of your team. Uh, does anything else stand out that's different from maybe our coaching program and some of the others? Well, I can speak mostly of momentum because I was able to be on all the calls all the way through. Um, they were very helpful. I actually, at first, I didn't like it because it was something new. And then I really looked forward to them and getting really good ideas. And the people on the calls, aside from just you, were really helpful. And we, we even corresponded outside of that. So it was, it was very, very helpful to get ideas or how to follow through with ideas. Um, you know, we, we I, the one I will remember forever is the roads leading in. You draw in that little diagram of the roads, the roads, the roads. And, and I was super resistant to, what do you mean I have to be on all these social media channels? What do you mean I have to make videos? I don't want to. And then you turned around and told me, like, you are so good at videos. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, and the, the thing that I always think about, too, as, as a longtime coach myself is, like, if we don't put ourselves out there, not only can we not earn the right to do our job, but people can't find us. And one of the conversations that we had early on when you're, you know, thinking about making videos versus actually promoting your business, it was this inside your head feeling of like, it's about you. And as we, you know, move, you know, through uh, the content of really understanding this has nothing to do with you. It's about finding the people that are stuck in their own right and don't have anyone to coach them, don't have anyone to help them. And when you started looking at it like that, it was just like taken off and really you found your purpose, I think. So it's cool to, to know that everyone has that insecurity about putting themselves on camera saying the wrong thing or, uh, you know, having to redo it and say the perfect, you know, pitch. And 
even when we went on this call live, it's like we get one shot at it. It is what it is. It's perfectly imperfect and it will end up great every time is how I look at it. So uh, you've come a long way on that end. Help me understand and, and people who see this, um, think back to the moment you started realizing that the work you were putting in actually was starting to pay off. Like, what, take us back to that moment when you started seeing some early signs of uh, change. Well, I was really resistant getting things going on the CRM, as we mentioned. And even my first um, like intro session in person, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to sell this high ticket item. And then they said, yes. And actually I sold it, but I still em embellished it with more stuff because in my head, I thought that I needed to still give more and I wasn't freeing up my time. And, and then I had, I think the first sales call, but as a call. And I, and I remember telling you, oh my God, this is so much better because I'm not being self-conscious. I have all my notes in front of me. They're not being self-conscious because no one's staring at them so they can actually open up. And I, I love the fact that we say it's a 20 minute you know, discovery call, but like I was on one last weekend that was like an hour and 20 and the guy told me his entire life story. <laughs> Yeah, and, and what you're really describing, I think, is is that kind of freeing feeling of knowing that you can go out there and find people that are interested in your program that actually want help, and then the ease of being able to enroll them, whether it's on the phone or in person, really has less to do, I've found, with which method you're using, but which are you passionate about or which is going to optimize your schedule. So. I like that you actually took the phone in your instance where it gave you a lot more freedom and I think confidence to say, Hey, like I don't need to be in all the places I used to think I had to. And now, you know, looking back, I, I think when we first started, your program was half the rate that you were at now enrolling people, you're doing it over the phone. And like you said, you're doing less actual time investment per client, but would you say the experience is getting better and the, the relationship with the client is getting better? Totally. And actually the neat thing, and I think Kyle had mentioned this in developing that rapport over the call, it then just like how we say CrossFit doesn't just affect you in the gym, it affects you outside too. I noticed mm -hmm. that this is carrying over into my conversations with people outside of that enrollment call. So it just asking more questions and being more empathetic and drawing things out of people. It is becoming more instinctual. Yeah, and, it, and, and for me, I especially, I've always liked that when we provide a roadmap for you to have some, uh, some guidance through uh, these conversations, you get to be you and you get to show up for the, the prospect. And one of the things that I've always felt uncomfortable with is like feeling like you, you have to be a robot with these sales and you just have to go after volume and one of the philosophies I've had is if you just charge what you're worth, you can really slow down and get to know your clients. And what happens is when you hear them out, you'll know exactly how to help them, how to communicate with them. And they end up being better clients because they feel validated. They feel like you, you understand them. And I think that's what 
what you've shown to, to be able to do. And one of the reasons you can say that with confidence is you took your facility that you had, you're actually moving just recently into a brand new facility and restructuring the company and the budget to, to you know, really think ahead. Um, how does that uh, compare to five months ago, six months ago in terms of the level of confidence you have now versus then? Well, the, the move in itself is super, super significant. So as I mentioned, I live in an area that gets ungodly hot yeah. and it starts getting that way potentially even in April. So as it starts warming up, historically every year, I start getting more and more anxious, more and more stressed because I know that the my expenses are gonna go way up, but because we have such a seasonal population, my membership base goes down and that is a bad switch. So I'm paying out way more because of the utilities and yet I have less people because people are escaping the heat and it right. creates stress every single time. So now in this particular situation, my expenses are much more fixed, right? And I'm not gonna have to deal with paying the utility company. And I mean, it was bad. It was oh, bad. Oh yeah, I, I remember that first conversation when we crunched the numbers as step one in momentum. You know, we literally pulled it all out and said, how are we gonna make this financially work? Uh, it's gotta make sense on paper if it's gonna make sense in real life. And you know, that was something you were very open-minded to adjusting the business to, to make sense for you. And I'm really proud of the changes you made because that's not an easy decision after what, 13 years in a facility to, to yeah. shift that and do that through a pandemic. So I know that uh, life is different physically for you, but also you're a new business owner uh, in a sense with new skills. Um, so looking ahead um, and helping people out there overcome say the tech issues, the, the marketing confidence, the, you know, increasing the rates, all the things that you've done. Um, what would you say to someone that, you know, was once in your shoes and now you've got a newfound sense of control and confidence. Um, what would you say to someone looking for a program that could help them like ours? Well, something someone said to me years ago that stuck is owning your own business is living every day in fear. And there's an element of truth to that because you're on the hook for all of it, all, all the time. And to know that you have someone or someone's like Factory Forge in your corner that knows the steps to walk you through and the materials that you need. And then when you need help, you can actually say, I mean, so many times I was, you know, emailing or messaging you and Andrea, like CRM help, I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm never gonna get this. And you're like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Just be patient. And I'm like, I'm never gonna get it. I'm never gonna get it. And and you're like, yes, you are. <laughs> and then finally, one day on a Sunday, I remember like saying out loud, I think I'm getting a clue. Yeah, it's it it, a long time. It's but. like these baby steps, just like our clients, right? They're, they progress one step at a time, one milestone at a time. And, um, you know, we couldn't be more proud of you to be able to just dive in and recognize the challenge and, and see it. Um, so for those of you guys out there, you know, I, I think the biggest piece in working with you, Cheryl, is just recognizing that when you need help and you recognize that you can't do it on your own, get help because otherwise, I think your early comment to me was like, I feel like I'm drowning. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we can be a lifeboat and not only just that, but T 
teach you how to swim, teach you how to make critical decisions and, and actually come up with a strategy that's good for the business long-term, not just the short-term. And that's what I'm most excited about. Your next step is you're in a brand new facility. Like you said, you cut your overhead to be lean, to be efficient, to be more profitable. And most importantly, I'm excited about the lifestyle benefit uh, that you're going to be getting out of your schedule. I know you work sun up to sundown. And uh, that's one thing I'm most proud of to be able to get back for you. It's time and, and that energy. So it's definitely it's, it's a tremendous value to know that when I felt stuck that I had people to reach out to. And sometimes there's something I learned a long time ago through personal growth. You don't even know what you don't even know. So sometimes you don't even know what to ask for. You just know that it's not working. And so there's so many things that I didn't know that I didn't know before I started with Factory Forged that now I'm like, oh, wow, doesn't everyone, that's what I was missing out on. Not, boy, everybody doesn't know this. Wow. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you for being on. Of course, I always enjoy your perspective. And, and I know a lot of people out there will benefit from, from hearing this. So if uh, you guys are out there um, and need help and, and want someone to really guide you step by step, that's what we do best. Uh, factoryforge.com forward slash calls to uh, connect with us. And uh, I promise we'll lead you in the right direction, even if it's not with us, but make the call, take the first step. Do it. <laughs>